and welcome to Video Game Rations, a monthly book club style video game podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brian Swain. And I am Eric Reigert. And I'm Nolan Lorsch. We're here to deliver your monthly dose of video game nourishment. If you're unfamiliar with us, we are a couple of friends who pick a video game every month, try to complete it, and talk about our opinions on the game for the month of uh, August. Sorry, I had to check my watch there. <laughs> uh, we played Death's Door. Oh, yeah. A nice, good, yeah. a sweet little indie gem. Mm-hmm. Um, indie of the year, they say. I've I've seen some just straight game of the year Ooh. shout outs for this game one, and I think Hades really kicked that door down last year with like Indies. Man, it feels like Hades was this year too. Yeah. I'm so so blown away. These two, I don't even know what years. came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a blur. Um, before we get into talking about video games and all sorts of fun stuff, uh, we got to cover our housekeeping. Um, if you guys could share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show out. I'm pretty sure we gained one five-star review this month. So nice. Ooh, thanks, thanks guys. Thanks. Thank you. Whenever you're, probably... whenever you're listening to the podcast, just scroll down and click that five stars. You see somebody walking on the street, grab their phone. Type in video game rations. Click that five stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Definitely grab strangers' phones. <laughs> like, That's a subscribe. Good idea. Yeah. You know, get your parents' phones. Get that five stars. Let's get it up there. Get those reviews in the in the bag. I did check the email. Um, people producers still want to collab with us. SoundCloud okay. producers they still want to collab. Wanna collab. They nice. collab. Um, if you want to collab with us, send us your thoughts to videogamerations <laughs> at gmail.com. We want uh, your feedback on the show. Any questions for us? Uh, games you want to play in the future? Thoughts on any of the previous games we've played in the past? Uh, go ahead and let us know. Videogamerations at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, at VG Rations, which I swear every month when I read that line out, I'm going to get better at using it and tweeting it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to do that this month, I think. <laughs> and we also have a great Discord server. This month, we um, got together. We played some Halo. We've been playing some Splitgate. There's Warzone every Sunday night. Um, all sorts of stuff going on there. So if you want to hop also in and join us. Also, some new games coming Sunday night. Sunday Night Crew. Yeah. Rival night. Uh we did open a new channel for Splitgate slash future Halo enthusiasts. Yes. So uh yeah. we'll probably keep that going. That'll be me. I'll be storming that. Right yeah. now it's just Master Chief twerking memes. <laughs> yeah, <lots laughs> yeah of, it is. It is. Lots of gifts. Um pretty good. But if you're in there today, you may have found out that the pistol in Splitgate is actually fully automatic. That is the hot mm, stuff you get in the Discord. <laughs> mind blowing. <laughs> um, you can find the link to the Discord server in our Twitter bio. Again, that's at VG Rations. Guys, how you doing? Good. Really it's the good. end of August. Good. Really good. Oregon, we're having a beautiful bout of weather mm-hmm, after just mm-hmm. absolute torrential heat. Same within Washington. Oh yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. Our, <laughs> I don't have our to brother water is my in plants. Washington. It's great. You don't yeah. have to water them? Well, I mean, I should still water them, but the rain's been pretty nice. That yeah. I don't have any plants. Yeah. I kind of let I kind of let the heat do its thing because <laughs> I wasn't sure what like the drought mm. situation was like, and I was like, oh, yeah. this feels irresponsible. Yeah. So that, you know that sounds very responsible of Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Whoa. Thank you. I canceled my uh, weed subscription. Weed not, subscription. Not Your my, weed magazine. High life. Yeah. Is that what you, you can't say? High life. High life magazine. No, we have this like lawn care thing and I canceled it. And oh. They they called me up and they're like, what's the reasoning? 
And I was like, well, the drought. I'm not watering my y- yard at yeah. all. It's all dead. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, of high life, this is extremely off topic. Did you know Snoop Dogg has a rosé and a red wine? No. There's an end cap at my Fred Meyer that has a rosé and a red a Snoop Dogg red wine. Really? What's it called? I saw it advertised, but I, I didn't. <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up. Uh, rosé. Snoop Cali Red. Snoop Cali Rosé Blend. That's all it is. That's it? Just it's his G- name? Yeah. Snoop Cali. Uh, to get into the, the mood here of talking video mm-hmm, games, mm-hmm. Uh, we like to uh, talk about what we've currently been playing for the last month outside of, of course, Death's Door. Yeah. What you know you- what? <laughs> What's that, Eric? <laughs> uh, I thought I wasn't going to have any time to play Death's Door. Oh, yeah? I... And then it just got his claws in me, and I had a make time. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. good. It's good. Yeah, um, it's really good. But on the side, my little side piece was uh, <laughs> Splitgate. So, <laughs> the last time we, <laughs> the last time we were talking about it, we yeah. were talking two hour wait times, sitting oh, in the queue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's fixed now. Yep. Relatively yeah, relatively fixed. Yeah, they got a huge bundle of cash. Yeah, did they? Yeah, they did. Oh. They got a huge amount of uh, of money because they were going to extend the beta out. Like they basically said indefinitely, and with the big jump when it hit consoles, they got some money, so they cool. were able to like lock down more servers pretty quick. That's great. So, uh, yeah, it's quick. It's <clears throat> awesome. Uh, still loving it. Um, Very obviously, fun. aesthetic of it is kind of garbage, but sure. Uh, I think the guns are super tight. I think the gameplay is super fun. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's our it's our arcade shooter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. In the world of like, I'd say Quake and arena, it's older. an arena yeah. shooter. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's a two man studio. They made a really solid feeling game, mm-hmm. and that you can tell they put that's where they put their time and effort into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, because it was. Uh, I think when they were tooling around with it beforehand, they're—I I mean, I don't know—they it's been in development for a while and stuff. Yeah, I mean, maybe they're trying to get the portals down because that seems like a very hard mechanic to like. Oh get. yeah, I, someone was saying they played it at like Gamescon like 2016. Or it's something been out like for that. a while. Yeah. The, uh, the kind of funny dudes played it back in like 2019, I think they said. Mm. And they said it was like far less polished than uh, it, it is uh, yeah. now, of course. Um, it is now a 25-person development team. Oh, oh that's great. Yeah. Cool. So they've definitely grown a lot. Um, I think the two people is when they started making it in their dorm like way back when. Right. Um, nice. Yeah. Still, 25 people, that's relatively small. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's, what started as two computer science majors putting portals into an FPS for a project demo has now turned into a 25-person game development studio. Man, nice. I can't imagine. The, the portals thing blows my mind. Just in the game portal and this rendering an entire environment in a small window. Like I'm sure there's code that like doesn't do that, mm-hmm. but that just is crazy to me. And yeah. then having multiple people shooting that many portals around. Yeah. How does it work? I, I think, uh, it really helps that, um, you can only put it on certain surfaces. Like if it was any oh, surface yeah. or something like oh, that, yeah. you know, then you're computing a lot higher but like just because there's only so many possibilities of like i mean there's still like a shit ton of possibilities per arena but Mm -hmm. you know yeah that it makes it a little bit it reminds me of i love stuff like this um it reminds me of like 
Prey and Titanfall. Uh-huh. Like when you're <clears throat> in Prey, um, when you start off in the and you're like flying through the city and then you oh, like yeah. get the helicopter lands and stuff. And then you can break some of the windows because it's like all fake. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like rendering two levels on oh, top yeah. of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And t- same thing with Titanfall, like where or Titanfall two, where you're like switching timelines, but you can do it. Yeah. Like on the it's plan. not like I hit this section and then hit it. It's like I hit a button and there's two levels switching uh-huh. on top of each other. That was kind of like it's very cool. The mm-hmm. I I haven't played Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, but that was kind of like the big thing with that, right? Is that you could like warp between like dimensions and that's like, it, cool. Level and that's cool. what it seemed like. I watched a lot of the gameplay trailers and it almost seemed like it was you could only shoot at certain things yeah. to yeah. do it. Mm. It, it wasn't it, on the fly. In I, as far as like because like I said, I haven't played it, but there's like certain yeah levels and sequences where you're doing it a lot more but when you're just in like the world it's mm-hmm. like quite a bit different but yeah. yeah the trailer definitely really like hyped that up and they were like this is only achievable on a playstation yeah, the 5. PS5, I couldn't, we couldn't <laughs> because the, it any other uh, way. access memory of the <laughs> ssd i remember that really boring conversation yep yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I, it's like I, I said, worry. definitely gonna hold me over till Halo yeah. comes out in December. I worry about Halo. A lot of people do. I worry about it. But um, you worry about Halo? Yeah. Oh. After I, even playing that Master Chief Collection, I was pretty bored with all the stuff until we got to four. Yeah. And some of three was pretty good. And I obviously, think, there's been so many shooters since the first Halo. Right. It's, I think yeah. the success of the technical flight preview that they did a couple weeks ago uh get is gets me pretty excited good, good, times. good stuff what about you nolan what have you been playing besides death door and tarkov and uh all the other games that you play regularly <laughs> uh a lot of tarkov i played a ton of death star death oh they said death star i thought he's a death star too <laughs> oh, death star. Man. Okay. uh but um a game that i played Yesterday is missed. Mm. Whoa, you did play it? Yeah. Dang. I'm already almost done with it actually. What? Really? Yeah. Wow. From is uh, it well, let me let me let me test this new gamer brain here. Sure. Compared to like gamer brain. to my middle school brain. To yeah, 9-year-old oh, yeah. uh yeah. brain. Yeah. Easier game? It's still hard. Pretty easy. Oh, really? I played Miss growing up. I played Ribbon. I the books. I oh, tried reading the books. I couldn't do it. I bought one of the books when I was It was like it I was like so fat. So yeah. I can. I've never beaten Mist, and I can't play it on my computer. Really? Like it always crashes. And they they've released many versions of yeah. Mist, like real Mist, and like an like an HD update. None of it works. It always fucks up. Oh. So I was like, ah, I'm never gonna play this game again. And then out of nowhere, it <laughs> seems to me, <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. never heard anything about it. Yeah. Xbox Game Pass. A Mist remake comes out, uh-huh. updated graphics. We were talking about it in the Discord, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I immediately downloaded it, and I was like, oh, "I'll just check it out." Uh-huh. And I loaded in, and it booted right up, and I was hooked. I was like, "All right, cool. this is what I'm doing nice. now." Uh, I had to run no MS DOS commands. Nope. nope. <laughs> so it's it's a freak. It's a free first person movement it's mm-hmm. not like you're not clicking through frames like in the old one. Oh, yeah. the only thing i can't remember is i don't remember what the difficulty is of the original mm-hmm. 
and if they made it easier. And it's not something I've looked up. I'm going to beat it, and then I'll try to figure that out. Yeah. It's the same original developer. Did you know that? Yeah. Wow. Cyan, right? Yeah. I was thinking um, this game was the next evolution of all the King's Quest games I was playing. Oh. And I could never miss. I could never figure it out. It's, it was just like too over my head. Uh, I played a ton of it yesterday. I stayed up way too late uh, <laughs> watching X-Files and solving a puzzle. And I think I have two more worlds to go to. It's a pretty sh- short game. But it looks great. Like, I mean, it's obvious. It looks like a kind of a budget guy, mm-hmm. a game. It's a little rough, but it looks good. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at screenshots right yeah. now, and it looks it's, it looks really great. Yeah. So this uh, miss game that we're talking about, of course, is it's it was a VR remake. Oh. And it was a timed exclusive for the Oculus Quest. Oh. oh that's cool. And then the exclusivity ended, and now it's out on everything. New version for us regular flat screen PC folks. <laughs> Rock, paper, shotguns. Uh, if you are interested or played Miss growing up and you want to like play it, it looks really good. <clears throat> the only thing that's really different for me is that in the original game, yeah, all all the characters you're interacting with are like holograms yes. and like FMV. Yeah. Well, they've replaced all of them with character models, and one of the the brothers has the funniest voice slash facial animation I've seen. Like, <laughs> like uh, the the skin weighting on his mouth is wrong or something. Oh. So he's puckering his lips in a really goofy way. <laughs> and he has like a real Smeagol voice. Oh, no. So he's oh, like, oh, the blue pages. Like, <laughs> And everyone else talks to him kind of like a real like, sultry voice there's not a lot of like character interaction in the game mm-hmm. but every time i bring this fucking guy a pay uh, like a, <laughs> a page of his book he's like the pages oh! <laughs> and his his fucking mouth just looks so goofy uh it's hilarious like makes me laugh so hard every time so nice it's cool i, I was so confused when i saw like the game pass announcements for the the month or yeah, basically the month and it had missed on there. And I was like, yeah, what is this miss? And I was just so surprised that I haven't heard a lick about it. Yeah. It, um, uh, I was made, really that surprised sense that they, it was like a VR thing and they just were like, mm, right. it's done. Let's yeah. put it on, you yeah. know? And then yeah. that, Oh, it adds um, up now that, Oh, that yeah. makes so much sense. I have subtitles on. Are they curved? They are. <laughs> well, they're not curved, but they're on a 3D plane. Oh. And it like kind of pops up in front of you. You can uh-huh. walk through them or? No, they follow you around. Oh, okay. So like oh, um, one of the puzzles is you're moving water down a series of pipes and you got to mm-hmm. kind of like maze it to the proper place. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, when you're, when the water is moving in the pipe, it makes like a gurgling water sound. Well, this like RGB blue Red, um, blue card pops up and it says gurgling water oh. and then it as you walk along the pipe it follows the pipe huh. in three-dimensional space and you can walk away like step away and the card will stay there until you walk until you're next to the pipe again and then it'll track you and hmm. i was like what the is this like a dev like a dev version of subtitles that never got finished 
Yeah. What the fuck is happening? So they just left the 3D stuff in besides the yes. perspective. So, yeah, exactly. Like, um, So the subtitles must be like in three-dimensional space for VR. That's funny. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Everything else seems to work great. Um, So outside of Death's Door, I wanted to um, give the 2005 cult classic Psychonauts <laughs> a shot. Um, just because Psychonauts 2 is coming out. Uh, this month, I think from the time of recording this, it actually came out on Wednesday. Yep. Um, and it, it's like a, the box art is like something I always saw, you know, around. And I never really knew what it was or uh, decided to dive into it. And I know just people have been clamoring for the Psychonauts 2 for a really long time. And that the original is really highly regarded. So I wanted to hop in and check it out. Um, and we'll get into, I guess, death door a little, little bit later, but I got to one of the endings and I wanted to like hop around and find the collectibles, but I, uh, just got like so hooked in the psychonauts. Like oh, that's all like I'm really doing in my, in my gaming time mm-hmm. is playing, playing psychonauts. Um, it holds up like extremely well actually for being like, a. It's a 3D. It's a 3D platform. platformer, basically. It does have a lot of like, kind of like point and click adventure elements. Like mm-hmm. you have like obscure stuff in your inventory that only works like one way. You know, like yeah. that that type of stuff. Um, like to get to like certain locations, like back and forth, you have to like grab your one um, item from your inventory to like use it. Um, the dialogue and the characters and the story are all like really, really super interesting. Um, I was hearing like a lot of interviews in the last couple of months with Tim Schafer about Psychonauts 2 and what the game's about. And I just had no idea that they kind of covered like a lot of really interesting like mental health topics like anxiety and fear and, um, you know, all, all sorts of depression and all sorts of stuff. And they really tackle it in like a really like consumable, like interesting way, you know, um, that I found to be pretty interesting. And just that you're going into like all these different characters minds, like the levels can be like so unique and imaginative. Mm -hmm. It's like really cool. Like you want to see what like the next thing's going to be like what the next evolution is going to be. And it just keeps you going through. And like, I think Alicia was just asking me what I was playing and I was trying to explain it to her. And I was like, it's like the dialogue and character design of like, uh, like a Pixar movie meets like Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's really, really cool. Really fun. It works really well. I really get why people really hold this game in like high regards. Um, I kind of wish I played it back then and was Mm -hmm. playing through it now because I would probably have like a deeper appreciation for it. But there's some stuff that's like, oh, yeah, this is definitely like 2005 (laughs) game design type of stuff. Um, But it gets me really hyped to play the new one because everybody says like it's good. People are saying like with the, uh, you know, the newer graphics and animation and stuff that the game looks fantastic. And it's actually coming up in some game of the year conversations already too yeah. so i'm pretty pumped to do yeah. to play psychonauts 2 later this month yeah. i'm gonna do 12 minutes and i'm gonna hop right into psychonauts 2
I, I'm almost done. I think I'm in like eight hours into Psychonauts. I have like one or two more levels left. Nice. Yeah, I, I think I, 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 playing this game now in 2021, I like I like it a lot more than I thought I was going to diving yeah. into it. I just wanted, wanted to like yeah. hop in and see what, you know, the... The, the quote, hype is. The, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah. But, and I wasn't even sure if I was going to play through the whole thing, but yeah. now I just like want to keep going for sure. And Psychonauts 2, like at the beginning of it, there is like a little synopsis of what happens in the in the first one that runs you through it but um i think alana pierce was saying that um if you play through the first one there's a lot of like little hidden stuff that you'll mm-hmm. get playing through it nice into so yeah. yeah double fine's been that studio that i've always followed always checked out their games mm-hmm. psychonauts just never it was always there but i never was it released on two i think it was originally yeah. Xbox and the remaster was on too. If I, because I did some googling to see what the best way to play this, because I, because <laughs> it's on um, Game Pass on Xbox and PC, mm-hmm. um, and I think everybody was kind of saying the PC was the best one to play, mm-hmm. and I think the PS2 one was like a remaster mm-hmm. or something like that, and I guess that had a lot of issues. issues. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was even like, I the other one I never played was that, but... Brutal Legends was the other. Oh yeah, Double Fine. Yeah, and yeah. that was like PS3, and I think people really it's Xbox also, 360 too. Was it? Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think that one's also kind of like a cult. Yeah, classic that one game. certainly is. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like it's kind of stuck on those yeah platforms mm-hmm. until yeah. That one um, actually, Brutal Legends hit like the Xbox backwards compatibility. Like uh, I want to say like the, the beginning of the year, and people were just like. Yes, like, <laughs> finally I can play Brutal Legends again. I was like, damn, maybe I need to go back and play. This oh, it game. is on. It does on Windows. So I started playing it on uh, whatever the original. Yeah. Like it was free, and I started playing it. It was yeah. fun. But it's like, yeah, those they're so good about their writing. Yeah. It's awesome. Their character design super unique. Yep. Like mm. they just don't care what other people are doing, and they yeah. just try and get their stuff like super tight. Yep. Which is awesome. They also like the other thing I love about Double Fine is they take risks on their employees. For a while, they were doing a thing where they would break into teams, and all of the employees who wanted to would pitch games to Tim Schafer. Amnesia oh, Fortnite. Yeah. Amnesia Fortnite. Is that yes. it? Yes, I think you're right. Um, they would take two weeks. He would pick like five or six games, and then those people would get teams of people, and they'd make like prototype games. Yeah. And they would also stream it, which was great. Like if you're into game de- design and game development, this is really cool. Yeah, Stack was super fun. They did the Adventure Time guys game too, and I don't think it made it past. Little Pink Best Buds. That's what that game is. I have all the Amnesia Fortnite games. <laughs> <laughs> One thing this game did, since like I just built my PC this year, and I've like really only been using it for like first person shooters and you know stuff that's better suited for mouse and keyboard. So I haven't really uh, fucked around with too much uh, like using a controller <laughs> on uh, the PC. And this you know, game being like a 3D platformer is definitely better on yeah. controller. Mm-hmm. Definitely solidified in my mind that I still need to have a, council, a console and the PC available mm. because I'm just like, man, I would just much rather be chilling Sitting back on, on the my couch, couch like yeah. enjoying yeah. the story, you know? Whereas, like, 
you know, I'm just on my computer, like distracted by something else yep. or, or it's just not as comfortable with like a controller in my lap, you know? Like, yeah. You gotta kick your feet up, man. Yeah. You I don't take... have anything to kick. Well, yeah, that's what my couch is for. It's mm-hmm. kicking my feet up, you know? I agree. Or you have the, 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 the Nolan Lord the house, house hack. hack. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. Drill a couple holes in your walls, run a giant HDMI cable. Yeah. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. That would probably, that'd be nice. Cut down your length on that cord. <laughs> um, really surprised. Like I said, really surprised on how much, uh, I'm enjoying that game. Um, so yeah, we actually had a uh, Gamescon, um, yeah, which is a German uh, video game industry um, expo, I guess, right? And they did a all digital thing this year, like almost everybody else. Mm-hmm. But we got um, some good stuff out of it. There was a Xbox presentation on Tuesday. Yeah, there was um, Jeff Keeley did an opening night live for Gamescon. Uh, the following day and been like a little trickle of um, industry stuff going on this week. Um, So, I I mean, I watched both the Xbox one and the opening night live. I think Mm -hmm. you guys caught Mm -hmm. some of that as well. Yep. Um, Any games that really bounced out at you or that you really, really enjoyed Gamescom is always kind of like the smaller. It was always, it was always weird because it was always PlayStation's time to like, here's the next, Big weird. See, I title. thought that was Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, I thought it was Tokyo they did Game Show both. too. I have no idea. Because there was always like articles like, <clears throat> "Is PlayStation gonna really do?" Well, PlayStation know? doesn't really do any. Well, I know, sure. <laughs> but quiet. Yeah, I feel like silent. this. I feel like this game show or game show, this game conference in Tokyo were probably their biggest ones, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they would always hold off for like their big announcements there. Mm-hmm. Which I am surprised we even saw Horizon at this thing. Uh, That's true. I wouldn't say it's saw. Well, I mean, <laughs> even what it was mentioned was kind of yeah. weird yeah. to yeah. me. That's true. That's true. I um, think, I mean, they knew that they were going to delay the game a little mm-hmm. bit because they said it was going to be holiday and just wanted to have some little presence there with um, their little, they did PS5. The little indie jet, right? Was the one that they showed, oh, showed yeah. at games opening night live and Death Stranding. So. Yeah. They yeah. did. Uh, they did announce Horizon in 4K or whatever on PS5. Yeah. So cool. If you're into that, that was an update that dropped. Lots. Yeah. I'm sure lots of people are would be very if stoked. If I had a PS5, I'd be stoked on it. Oh, I but, would yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I mean the Xbox conference was was fine, and then it was just a lot of like we were like, how are they going to fill two hours? <laughs> whatever it was. It was yeah. a lot of dev interviews, and then <sighs> the end was kind of just like everyone online reacted to nothingness. Yeah. The <laughs> Xbox One was uh, a little weird considering on how well they've been doing on um, their public-facing front yeah. as far as like how have they've been marketing themselves and talking about their games yeah. and their showcases and stuff. Like. I know they set expectations and said like, you're going to see stuff that's coming out this year and updates on titles. Yeah. But which is what they show, but they didn't say there was going to be like 15 minute interviews with yeah. like, they, they could have like done a better job. Like, and also really weird, like halo not being at the Xbox one, but it's at the games con or the yeah, opening night. The opening. I get the opening night live one. It's going to have way more eyeballs on it. Um, just sure. because it's not just Xbox, it's everything. Yeah. But just be like, we're going to show you some Halo stuff tomorrow. So tune in, you know, and then 
more people like then you're not gonna have 24 hours of like questions of like why didn't you show some like some of their bigger games was at opening night live yeah i i honestly wish they would have just done all the trailers back to back whatever and then just had someone at the end say like tune in at this time we'll each for each one we'll talk do a deeper dive and then do all that like interview stuff that's pretty much what they did at e3 that's e3 great. was all trailers and then they're like we have an extended showcase which has all the developer mm. interviews yeah. after and you're right that would have been great people lo- like if you love that stuff you will see yeah, that tune, out you tune in yeah. yeah the other one yeah. no that's a that's a great point i think that makes a yeah. ton of sense it's interesting but they probably had like they probably <laughs> had a set amount of time and they're like now we have yeah. to like make it work these conferences are public but they're not streamed like they are now right you're getting the industry's perspective yeah and you're also getting like the random kid who's like i want to see all the halo where's my halo fix and it's like yo maybe this isn't for you no that's a good point too i i liked a lot of the stuff that xbox was showing i like developer interviews i think they're really interesting yeah um but maybe like more in the format that Eric was talking about, where it's sure. like you tune into yeah. that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah. Whereas like Age of the Age of Empires, where like they talked about a tribute for like eight minutes, was like, what the fuck are we doing here? Uh, <laughs> it was so a good. little yeah. so good. It was good. Actually. Watch me get in this wheel and I power love that the they ha- they hired like the like the British uh, like the company that yeah, does like does, all like the, the reenactments or whatever. <laughs> yeah. They've won like so many awards. Like the guy was so stoked. Mm-hmm. He's like, I can't believe we're working with these guys. <laughs> yeah. They're such medieval nerds. And yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The deep dives yeah. and yeah. not just like the fucking trolls on Twitch who are like, no, Oh, you're right. You know, but I mean, what can you do No, No, so, you're right. Are there any games that you guys saw that you that you really liked? I mean, there was opening night live. They must have showed like they showed a lot. Oh, like, the pre-show was like like ten, 10, 10, yeah, 10 games quick. or something like, like that. And then even like the, I can't believe Gamescom was two hours. It was like, it was too much yeah, yeah. in my opinion. But Jeff Keeley's got to get that money for that production budget. Yeah, somehow. Uh, there was one uh, game that like really I think stood out to uh, me uh, only because it looked. It was new mostly like uh-huh. most of the stuff that we saw was all relatively s- stuff that we know is coming or we've seen. And yeah. <clears throat> there's a new game called Doke V. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I had just heard about this today. When oh, you really? When I posted that. it? Yeah. Okay. Was it during the second half that I, I missed? Think, yeah. yeah, okay. it was. yeah. So, and it was like five minutes. It's long. so long. It's so long. This game I've never seen this game before, and in my opinion, it has like a really striking, like visual. Oh yeah, aesthetic. I probably won't play this game. To be, <laughs> to be fair, the same reason I don't play like Pokemon games. Um, not because I'm not into them. I just like it's just I don't know. It's not like really something that I see myself getting into. But you play like chibi characters. I've heard it described as a K-pop kid. A in lifeless a, or a, a yeah, a lifeless K-pop game. Uh, in oh a, man, they're oh, moving I, around there had like no facial. Well, I mean, it's anime characters, so. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I thought their movement was actually really, yeah. really good. But um, you're a K-pop like Pokemon Monster Hunter mashup game mm-hmm. in an open world environment. It looks it looks really cool. Um, yeah. the graphics look really, really good. Um, the movement looked cool. This game just had like was like really vibrant. It had like 
kind of realistic city graphics mm-hmm. and this like characters over, like jet ski longboarding and i was like damn this looks sick as fuck yeah. they were doing basically everything yeah again i don't know it was just wild and unexpected i just didn't expect to see anything like this yeah so it is officially described as a creature collecting open world action adventure game yeah yeah um and people have been saying this is what pokemon should have been for the last okay (laughs) for the last 10 years i just nintendo's making an open world pokemon game yeah Uh and people were like oh like super disappointed in the graphics mm-hmm. and i was like man like come on like i i know you can get excited about graphics but i'm sure it's gonna be fun and then i i watched a recent trailer and i was like this looks like fucking nintendo 64 graphics i think when you're talking like um nino kuni and uh like genshin impact or mm-hmm. doki v like those games it, look good Exactly. Pokemon looked like any of those games. Oh, if it yeah. would look, dude, if Pokemon yeah. looked like any of those games, it would it would be great. Yeah. Exactly. But it did not. <laughs> uh, they did not have like the lighting effects down. Yeah. Um, but this game w- looks fucking awesome. Yeah. Wait, what's, super cr- cool. what's crazy about that trailers? There was like a uh, frame stutter in the trailer. Oh, this trailer? Yeah. Oh, I know. Um, that's what one of the things I I mentioned today was like in Crimson Desert, they're like grim dark medieval game that they're coming out with same thing like the graphics look crazy good but it's super framey and like the characters are glitching all around hopefully they'll get that all you know ironed out it's because i got too many goddamn particles on the screen (laughs) yeah there was a lot of uh, yeah like rainbow explosions yeah Yeah. too much one thing that uh came out blue for me was that new marvel game which apparently people knew was kind of in development some, yeah. To some studio. Jeff, Jeff Grubb's been talking about it for a little while. Did you know while. which studio it was? Did it's you know it was Fire Axis? Fire Fire Axis. I, did he know that it was that did, ever, did people know before he, this? I, the, thing, the rumor that I saw him saying was that there was like yeah. a Marvel XCOM game coming out. Okay. So, so they about did. vampires or something. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. So I was listening to Waypoint today, and they were talking about this. And the guy who did mm. Enemy Unknown and um, XCOM 2, this is like a like something he's always wanted to make. And this is like his favorite Marvel story. Mm-hmm. And they basically gave him like a, like a blank check to be like, make whatever you want. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. I know they, they, <clears throat> they said whatever the main bad, bad guy is, is like new. Uh, some of the vampire stuff. That's part of it is like from the studio. So it's like brand new and they got Marvel's approval on it and everything. That's cool. So, um, I yeah. know nothing about this. Like storyline, I, I don't either, and that's I think it's just kind of their own thing, because people are like, it's not part of a this Marvel is like thing. a this is apparently like a Marvel deep cut. I yeah. I read a thing too. It was like most <clears throat> XCOM games, you can you know people die and yeah, constantly creating new people, and I don't you I think you just go along with these characters, mm. like Iron Man's like on a mission with you or something like that. Oh, gotcha. So your character is like the new person, right. That's in the crew, yeah. And then that enemy that they made was like... Yeah, the, the Midnight Suns is a fictional team of supernatural superheroes appearing in American comic books published by Marvel Comics, including Hellstrom, Jennifer Kale, Morbius, Werewolf, Doctor Strange, Ghost Rider, Johnny Blaze, first appeared in Ghost Rider number 28 in 1992. Wow. Yeah. That's a deep... Yeah. <laughs> that is certainly a deep yeah, cut. So, uh, yeah. It looked cool. It looked cool. It looked cool. Um, for some reason, I don't know what it is. Tactical RPGs just don't really... 
stick with me very well. I mean, I like playing them. Like, I mm-hmm. liked playing XCOM. Yeah. I liked playing um, Mario Rabbids Battle Kingdom. There's some other ones that I've played. Uh, oh, uh, the other one I was thinking was... You didn't uh, play the old Final Fantasy? Wargroove. Um, oh, Wargroove, yeah. And for some... I like playing them, but they just don't stick. Oh, I'm I don't obs- know what I'm it is. Well, it's oh, I know you're obsessed yeah, with them. Yeah, they're fun. They're... I mean, it's, I don't it's, know what it is. they're kind of hard. It's like a, it's like playing a board game by yourself. I like the challenge. Yeah. I, I know. Just, I just, but I mean, like, don't know. I didn't I mean, think it's you were kinda what, me. Yeah. It's kind of how <laughs> like, it's fuck off. Nolan. <laughs> <laughs> it's why I got like mad about, um, mass effect, like two and three, like they went away oh, from, you got mad about it. Huh? Well, the first one was so cool and yeah, it was, was expanding. Big, it was expanding that like tactics. Hmm. Genre a little bit because you're then freezing they went time. More action. And, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I was like, oh. yeah. the story was keeping me around. Yeah, yeah, it looked very cool. I mean, I I'm gonna, I'm yeah. excited to see whatever gameplay they Same. come up with. Yeah, like first gameplay reveal September first. Um, I feel like I was playing like a hardcore uh, Sims game, like because I always name my characters after. My oh yeah, and stuff. dude, it's so good. And I'm like, I do that too. Mm, I'm dating so and so, but uh, <laughs> you know, they may yeah. die this mission. <laughs> yeah. Gamescom for me, I think what really stood out was more of like the indie titles. Um, seeing Nobody Saves the World, like a, that longer trailer during mm-hmm. the pre-show is pretty awesome. Um, on Xbox's stage, they talked, they briefly showed that um, the Humble Games were going to be Game Pass Day 1, which was pretty cool. They teased a little bit more replaced, but it was really just like that the sound tr- one of the soundtracks was like available on Spotify or something like that. But that got me pretty excited for that. Um, I will say like the the Halo trailer I thought was pretty interesting. When I watched it, I wasn't like really listening to it, and mm-hmm. just that it was the multiplayer trailer mm-hmm. and not the campaign for the first season. So they're definitely going the way of like how call of duty has like a big story for every season, you know, that's, you know, what, whatever, but yeah. yeah. Um, the, the, the trailer was pretty cool. I thought, um, yeah. and being, um, a, a design guy, I always like the limited edition consoles and controllers and see what they do with them. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can be like, I'm, this one. No, no I'm <laughs> never going to pay for them or, <laughs> You don't want that or, new that Halo Xbox? I no. Uh, it was sick. I I liked yeah, it. Yeah, I did. I liked yeah. it. Um, Way liked better than that Forza. The Forza Horizon one. Oh, the controller. I yeah. like that controller is not for me, but I like the I like <laughs> the design of that. Controller. Do you still have those Mountain Dew bottles? Yeah, I do. Mm. I would say it is for you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, what was over there? The the Halo Elite controller was real nice. Looking. It looks really yeah, they did really a good job. Nice. Very really classy, dope. like classy Halo. Oh yeah, yeah. classy. And Halo. like even when um they do like people just do their own renditions. Like I think when the PlayStation Five was announced, somebody did like a really awesome <sighs> Dude, like it was so sick Spider Man yeah, Miles Spider-Man's Morales. One. Dude, Lock someone up. did a a PS One PS Five and it was oh, fucking awesome. Nice. Well, they yeah. thought no one knew what that center thing was. Yeah. They thought it was a touch screen or a screen. So people oh, were putting people were controller? putting graphics on uh, it thinking oh. it was like a secondary screen. Mm. Which could be cool. That'd be a hilarious secondary <laughs> like screen. Dream, Dreamcast. You're sitting yeah. over on your couch and you're like looking have, at this tiny ass. I already screen. have the stupid light on the DualShock shining into my <laughs> TV back at me. Put some um, tape over it. 
Yeah, they actually companies make stickers where you cut out. Do they? That's yeah. funny. Um, nice. So I, I really like seeing that stuff, and it's cool that they're already doing. It. I mean, you can't buy a Series X right now, anyways. But yeah, um, you know, let's just make it a li- yeah. Let's, let's make throw a, let's throw more in the market. Let's make a collector's edition one that's fifty dollars more. Yep. Um, but they had them on their website, and it was up for like ten minutes before it sold out. So how much like were they? Five fifty was the and the controller was the elite controller two, right two hundred yeah oh. I think the elite controller is normally one eighty yeah. I and I ha- I have an elite controller and it is really nice I wanted to but. get an elite controller and I was kind of hoping that they would drop in price and they just they're too expensive Did I need to really? buy one yeah. I still have the crappy one that the three sixty someone... oh dude this I love the three sixty controller I got shafted with someone's and the joysticks like half chewed off that's probably mine some thick thumbed person <laughs> yeah that's a that's a loud controller isn't it that's that that is too loud for Mm -hmm. me personally Mm -hmm. um that trailer for that game also looked i was actually gonna horizon horizon 5 um and i went back and rewatched it when the 4k upload was on it looks good yeah it looks good i know eric doesn't like car stuff but i mean we can talk about the death stranding eight minute garbage (laughs) thing if you want to they're adding v um the vr missions yeah i saw (laughs) the the thing about the death stranding thing is uh i don't have a device to play the the updated stuff so well you can play the updated i'm not buying enough you just can't it's not ps5 PS5 only wait so all the new features like all the The new director's cut is only ps5 yep what that's yeah. we've been saying that yeah. for like since they announced it that's what i'm saying it's it it's, it's, it's a great it's a great thing but i'm not gonna be able to play it that's fucking stupid like ghost of tsushima they did the director's cut on ps4 and ps5 right yeah but death stranding the director's yep. cut is only ps5 and you i i mean as far as what they've said so far like ghost of tsushima if you had the ps4 there was an upgrade path to the ps5 and getting the extra stuff uh-huh they haven't said anything about Death Stranding yet, but there's huh. only like a standalone PS5 Death Stranding. You may have to play game. that game over again from the beginning on a PS5 to play this new stuff. Yeah, the save doesn't transfer over. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess. Um, and Death Stranding's on PC. No word if the extended. That's insane. Yeah, that's what we, we went. We, we, <laughs> that's insane. It's so insane. It just glossed over. Huh. Um, so I guess the last Gamescom thing that I want to talk about is that there was a lot of like release days piled up. Some of these are release dates that um, were already announced, and some of these are new ones. So Elden Ring, January 21st. Pokemon Legends Arceus, one t- January 28th. Uh, the new Rainbow Six game, Extraction, which is the PvE one, is supposed to be in January. Oh. Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West, they confirmed um, that it was delayed to February 18th. Destiny 2 The Witch Queen, February 22nd. Uh, Sifu. February 22nd as well. Saints Row, February 25th. Marvel's Midnight Suns, March 20th. Ghostwire Tokyo, Q1. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, Q1. So next year's going to be popping. So those are all AAA <laughs> games before, besides uh, Sifu, I think. But Sifu yeah. is like a major indie that people are highly anticipating. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was trying to describe. They had a trailer at summer game fest uh, and, and released... the whole the whole thing about it is you, you're getting older so they showed a new trailer and at the end of it had the original release date and then the <laughs> release date rolled up like the game does with your character uh-huh. and then it was delayed february 22nd date was gotcha. and yeah. people were like wait did you delay the game because they didn't announce that they delayed the game they just put it in the trailer and then when i watched when you guys were talking about horizon i didn't realize it was just the guy talking about delaying the game <laughs> I was yeah. so confused, and then I watched it, and I was like, 
Oh, okay. He's just <laughs> talking about Dwayne. Yeah, he yeah. talked about, um, yeah. I guess if people haven't seen it. So he was talking about what they showed before, how they were trying to get hit holiday, and that they're not going to. And that was it. Yeah. Which, that's why I was saying, is like, do you show that? Do you, do you show that at GamesCon? I mean, you could just... I thought you were saying they showed a trailer, and then all of a sudden at the yeah. end, it was like, it's being delayed. No. It's like, that's kind of... If kinda... they would have done that, that would... That, yeah. Totally, like showed some new stuff. Yeah. Oh, then... dude, if they were like, "Hey, we're really sorry. We're gonna, we have to delay a few months." Right. But here's a little new stuff to like. Yeah. I would. I'm yeah. totally fine with that shit. I'm. I'm not mad about it being delayed, and no. I even expected it to be delayed. Oh, when they I said, think everyone did. When they said yeah. we are hoping to hit, I was like, okay, you're obviously not yeah. going to. But just having a uh, a uh, delay announcement at gamescon yeah. is what was weird to me yeah yeah I, th- I think there's been a ton of just like you know the cd project red yellow box format yeah. tweet oh my god totally fine or like you said if they want to be at gamescon yeah. show some new stuff that'd be cool yeah but in- instead of showing new stuff um they're just busy making the game yeah, it takes cool. it takes cool. a lot of time yeah. to make a trailer that's oh yeah w- that's absolutely. what they said about the halo campaign stuff when they're like why didn't we see anything with campaign it's like we're busy finishing the game. Like, sorry. Yeah, I know. You might find out some more later, but yeah, we—that's why we didn't do it. What's that company? The blue, um, the CG company everyone uses for CG trailers. Blur. Blur. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I imagine that turnaround is not quick. No. No. <laughs> okay. Um, game of the month for August. We played Death's Door. Um, but before we dive in, we gotta hear what the recommended snack is. Yeah. What? Are I, forgot, we I forgot about the snack minute. You forgot about it. It's the number one talked about segment. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. You do you do a lot of something in this game. Planting seeds? Well, you do that Ooh, too. Sunflower seeds? No. Oh, jeez. God damn it. Yeah. Don't wait. Um, killing? You do a lot of killing. Killing? You do a lot of slashing. Rolos. Oh. Oh. I love Rolos. Rolos. You have them in the freezer too. Yeah. You've been snacking on those. I've been for... snacking on them a lot. They're individually wrapped Rolos. Nice. Um, creamy caramels wrapped oh. in rich chocolate candy. I like oh. those wrapped yeah. in rich chocolate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Somebody had a wordsmith that. Yeah. <laughs> Haley thought I got Rolos with pretzels. Oh, what? Because uh, there's a recipe on the back that says pretzel delights. Oh. She's like, don't they always have pretzels in them? I was like, no. no, 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 no. But I would like a Rolo pretzel delight. Wow. Have you seen how uh, crazy these M&Ms are getting with like <laughs> peanuts and peanut butter M&Ms mixed in the same I feel like you're doing stuff? a Seinfeld segment or something. <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they are. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> no, it's uh, M&M, peanut M&Ms and peanut butter M&Ms coexisting in the same bag. Oh yeah, yes, I have seen that. Okay, no. they're doing all sorts of mixed bags and stuff now. Man, yeah, what a this is, this is what a this. crazy world we live in. <laughs> Delta variant and uh, you know M and M's sharing packages. <laughs> what in the world? That's good. Rollo, Rollos that's are a good. nice. That's a good tie-in because you are rolling a lot. You roll yeah. out. Very clever. I. How much time do you spend walking around the store trying to find a, a snack? Are mm. you work? Are you workshopping it before you go? <laughs> a little bit. Are you bouncing it off of... Um, no no commentary from other you, people. Are you bouncing it off of RT? Do you ask Haley, Haley and she's like, I don't care. Yeah. No, I've, I've asked her a couple of times. I said, you can, you can do like these things in it. Uh-huh. I've said like, hey, there's like strawberries in this for like Celeste or something. Like, what's a strawberry thing I can mm-hmm. do? Usually, I there's like two snack aisles at Fred Meyer. There's the fancy snacks, which... Yeah. You can get some cool stuff in the fancy snack aisle. Mm. Um, I almost I did some like... I fancy snack aisle tree bark because you're a crow but that was like too deep it's a long walk to mm-hmm. it okay 
So Rolo was just like... I think you did great. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I think you did too. Um, okay, so for August, we played Death's Door, um, developed by Acid Nerve, dev- uh, published by Devolver Digital. Um, Death's Door is a 3D isometric action-adventure game. The player takes on the role of a small crow who works as a reaper collecting souls for the Reaping Commission headquarters in office-like bureaucratic afterlife. Um, no applicable awards because this one just came out at the end of July, I want to say. Yeah, it was um, maybe mid-July. Um, but the Metacritic and conversation around this game was really strong, which is why we felt compelled felt compelled to play this. Um, Metacritic is uh, 86. Like I think I mentioned earlier, um, seen it brought up in a couple of Game of the Year conversations already. Um, Xbox PC game at the moment, I believe it's a timed exclusive. Mm-hmm. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah. On the exclusivity there, this would be very very nice on Switch. Oh. Oh, absolutely. Such absolutely. a good Switch game. Um, no doubt. No doubt. Um. Something, some notable things about this game. It is um, a UK-based two-person studio. Um, from what I saw on the wiki, they hired three other people to complete the game, some other modelers and some other stuff. Cool. Um, what did what did everybody play it on? I mean, there was limited options at console <laughs> yeah. PC. Um, <laughs> uh, PC. Okay. Yep, PC right uh, here. With controller. Same. Oh, yeah. Okay. Same. I played it on the Xbox Series X. Yeah, sure. Uh, so I, when I beat the game, I was at 10 hours, 27 minutes. Mm-hmm. I had an 85.5% completion percentage. Um, and I was missing one of the weapon upgrades. Arrow? No, it definitely wasn't the arrow. Did not have yeah. the flame upgrade. Um, but I did put in additional time after that. And I want to say I was at maybe, uh, uh, like another hour and I was at like 91% or something mm, like that. Nice. I think I was close to 12 and I got a hundred percent, hundred percent. How's it feel? Nolan? This might be the first game I've ever hundred percent besides like maybe like Sega game or something that <laughs> didn't have any achievements or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am at. 16 hours, mm. and I am at 99.5%. And I know exactly what I need to do left. <laughs> uh, I have all the items. I have all the weapon upgrades. I am missing one shrine, mm. and I'm I'm going to say I'm 100% sure it's in the lock, uh, Lockheed Tower, the Ice Tower. There's these two gates I cannot get behind, and I do not know how to get behind them. Mm. Gotcha. Mm. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. How, upper level in the Ice Tower. Yeah. castle like all the way to the left yep yeah do you know how to get in there yeah i can it's actually a if you look at the do you want to know yeah square room yep it's got three platforms mm-hmm. when you're on the middle platform on the right wall okay. there's a hole in the wall it looks like a window ah. and you you have to hook hook shot right in there because mm, I see those things. Like I see a, the hooks on the other side of the wall yeah. that I'm on, but I can't. You got a hook out. shot in, and it there's like a gate opener. All right. Yeah. Sneaky. It is sneaky. Mm. Yeah. Guess uh, I'll be at 100% next time. <laughs> so as the game begins, um, you as the, the crow, you're sent to collect the soul of a monster who does not want to leave life willingly. Yeah. 
After defeating it, a large old crow intervenes and steals the soul before telling of a potential conspiracy regarding the disappearance of other crows. Mm. I think it's uh, a, a real dick. The the last one, the, yeah, the old, old crow, crow the old yeah, because oh. he sets you on this journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he kind of forces you to do but it. But it's good. I mean, it's good. You know, like you've been live, you've been living not your best life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the old crow, crow explains that uh, you must make your way through three dungeons in order to collect three giant souls needed to open death's door. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess I would say as you go through the game and beat uh, like the bosses, you're learning a lot more about the, the reaping commission. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 Um, and kind of like the inner work, like after each boss battle, like you kind of have like a little bit of like a narrative section where you're reading some like books and stuff. Yeah. From like a closed section of the, yeah the yeah bureau world right i don't know right. i don't remember what it's called yeah it's like the pure stories world, of right. the other crows almost yeah. right um and then in the last dungeon it really like dives into the history of like the keepers of the the door or whatever yeah that works like their previous like yes. how they all got there and stuff like that the lord of doors the lord, lord of doors. doors and then you find out the current lord of the doors is a huge asshole oh he's a mm-hmm. big old dick and he's been um Basically trying to prolong his own life as long as he can, even though the previous uh, dudes were just, you know, living out their natural lifespan and passing it on to the next one as part yeah. of, like, their life's purpose and stuff yes. like that. Yeah. Um, pretty cool, like, overall story for, like, a really short yeah. indie mm-hmm. game. And it was, like, really told in, like, really small, like, bite-sized yeah. chunks um, yeah. that I thought, like, it wasn't, like, motivation to like keep the the game it's not like oh i need to beat this next guy to do it because it was much yeah. more for me like a gameplay focused game instead of like story the, the, the story yeah. was yeah. driving my my need for yeah. progression um what did, what did you guys think about um the overall story and how it played out through the through the game yeah i thought it was it was told in a very nice linear way um i think i mentioned in the Discord before we were playing, I thought you could do the dungeons link, in different link, link in the link in yeah <laughs> link in that Twitter bio. I thought you could do the dungeons in different orders because mm-hmm. when yeah. you are talking to the old crow, he's kind of like you can go here or you can go yeah. there, yeah. and I just naturally went to the place I was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, same. So I was I was thinking that oh if I go to a different dungeon I'm gonna get a different story but it was very linear yeah. you went to the spots mm-hmm. it told yeah, you the story so very gatekeeped by the abilities kind of yeah. like true true to like an older uh Zelda Zelda game. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought the story was told really nice uh in a logical way. There was nothing like too crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um when I first got into the game I kind of cruised through and when it was like, you need to collect these souls, I was like, great. Like, <laughs> easy. Done deal. Didn't really pay much mind to it, but it definitely it's got a little deeper as it went on. And yeah, it was like a solid little story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like the first time you meet the um, you meet the Lord of Doors after you beat the first boss. And you get sucked oh, in. Oh, yeah, you got in the wrong door almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. he's like. Kind of he's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, he's yeah. like, oh, you're doing a great job. Yeah. And then he just like dismisses you in like such like a like a corporate boss way. Yeah. It feels really uh, 
<clears throat> aligns with the themes of the game. No, uh, I, I think you're pretty spot on there. Um, cause like we mentioned, it has like, uh, like an office, like bureaucratic, like yeah. afterlife and they're like crows and like quirky characters and stuff like that. Yeah. So definitely the dialogue, um, is very, very funny. And, um, you know, I didn't really put it together that it was kind of like a British style humor, but like seeing that it's like a UK studio, yeah, yeah. I can tell that, um, now, yeah. um, there was like a lot of like really funny moments with the bosses. Like the witch was, it's so funny how they're like bigger than life characters. And you're like this little, yeah. like the witch, like her body is like it's huge. She almost likes like those Russian, like doll mm-hmm. things, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like yeah. the body's really big and the head small, but her head is like really like stretched out and like flat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she calls you like a little shit or something like that. Yeah. Um, it was great. I mean, I could imagine some like, excellent voiceover for these characters if they had like sure, extra yeah, budget and, yeah. and time to do they, it uh her her whole sh- turning people into pots yeah. and stuff was like pretty funny and yeah. she was trying to preserve their lives yeah and she only knew of like the pot world so yeah. she was like put it, them in pots it definitely seemed like um her area and dialogue and backstory was like the most developed and it kind of like <clears throat> faded a little bit until the end when it's like the like the frog one was kind of. I, I, I feel like the bad, frog I one bad was good for the frost dude because oh, you just, oh, you just went up there you went up there and straight up murdered him for no reason. Uh, <laughs> it was a woman, and oh, also there's the crow in the town that is. Oh yeah, they were lovers. They're lovers. Yeah, yeah that was it. Yeah. <laughs> and the um That's the true. musician is like, oh, you just murdered them. Okay. Yeah. 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 I feel bad for the crow in I town. Did, I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah forget good. about that. Um, I mean, I, there, I think there's all sorts of like great dialogue yeah. and really funny, like characters and stuff. Did anything like really stand out to you guys that, um, you really enjoyed or remembered or, um, man, it's been a minute since or any I areas or anything it. like that. The, the pot headed guy was great. Had some really funny moments. The one that like, Cause each level had like a kind of like a side character that followed yeah. you around through it. Right. Or you were introduced to like a new character that was somehow affected by the dungeon boss. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. They're kind of like, like you said, the pothead guy, I can't remember who the frog. So the, there was the frog like, would have the, that like little town area, right? Yeah. The town, yeah. And you had there was like f- that really big, like, um, kind of like he over the, all tree, the stuff was tree, over, like overgrown because of the frog person. Yeah. 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 There wasn't really one for the frog. It was kind of the frog in the snow was one town? was the musician, mm-hmm. and she she or they move um, between the two yeah. spaces. So the soup guy though um, was like really um, specific to the pot area. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought the whole like he he kept going to the stranded sailor and getting new soup put in his head. Yeah. I thought that was super funny. Yeah. I was uh, like, that's great. Cause yeah. I was like, I want to eat the soup out of this weird guy's yeah. head. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the actually the, the, the soup character was actually probably the funniest character for me. Um, the squid man. Yeah. Cause it's like a dead, it's a dead guy yeah. being controlled by a squid. <laughs> yeah. Who's like holding him up and just like, marionetting him yeah and making soup yeah it was good it's pretty funny uh yeah no it was certainly certainly good um was there anything that you guys like really didn't like in the story or any moments that like didn't really hit for you very well or 
Was it just all smooth sailing the whole time you were going through? Pretty smooth. For yeah, me. I had a great time. I mean, yeah. I was saying I didn't have think I didn't think I had time for this, and I it got my hooks and hooks in me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I hit my ten and a half hours like pretty quick, and I was like any f- little bit of free time I had, I was like trying to dive in and get yeah. like. It was it was like a lot of it was like very digestible sections, sections like yeah. even though there was like three main dungeons mm-hmm. like each dungeon was also split into thirds and it's like as soon as you got to the other door yeah um and this is actually just another point in the design that I'm just going to bring up now that I kind of forgot like the level design is really really fucking good in this game mm-hmm. because if you got through a difficult section you would just open up a shortcut. Yep. So as soon as if you died or something like that, like there is a straight path basically to the spot that you yes. died at. Yes. The so, hard the hardest part about this game, just in general, was that one dungeon before you got to the boss area almost. Yeah. It was like in the house, it was like the sewage place below. Yeah, the it furnace. Just, it just right? hit you with so many characters yeah. and so many like you almost you had to like speed run it. Mm. to like live you had the guy shooting like the cannon yeah. on the conveyor belt while those like glob monsters yeah. were dropping out and stuff like that the same yeah. thing with the frog guy uh there was all those platforms that are disappearing and then other stuff's hitting you and then in yeah the frost area it was like the icy platform stuff mm-hmm. so there was like these one sections before each yeah it was like a it definitely escalated through the dungeon and got more difficult, yeah but yeah i think the cutbacks um like really make it easier which uh, is that a souls thing the cutbacks what do you mean like like the doors. It, uh, you cleared a section right and then you would open a shortcut yes. and now i'm like remembering that, that is from actually... like jedi fallen order too right? it's also like it, it goes back to resident evil like you could you could trace sure. that yeah. thing back to like oh, old true. game mechanics where yeah. the i think it, i think it really um Specifically in like the soul, the Souls games, like there's no map. They always do like a pretty good job of like your exploration is rewarded. Rewarded, <laughs> nice. A secret, like unlocking a passage mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- like <clears throat> the level design reminded me a lot of like Bloodborne and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Like on um, just. And it could just be because they're like kind of similar style games, but yeah, it's like very similar to Resident Evil and those you know, other games too. I think you're right. Um, you know, the game is draw is getting like really good reviews for its mechanics, and I think we've we've mentioned definitely that it's a lot like Zelda, um, but it's also a lot like Dark Souls in a lot of ways. And yeah. I think when it, um, I first started playing it, I was like, I don't really see the connection, and you were like. Well, rolling is one of the main things. Yeah. Um, enemies respawning when you travel between worlds. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think just like the Souls like genre, quote unquote, is like making its way into a lot of games. I haven't played like a lot of right. Souls games. So like Jedi Fallen Order was like kind of the first one yes. that I was like a Souls like. Very similar. And then this one is yeah. definitely like tricking out a lot it's, of further. It's I also. Mean, sorry, I was going to say Zelda. That's how the original Zelda is. You can clear a map, leave, go into a dungeon. Once you come back out, the map yeah. resets and all the enemies. Well, are- so yeah. the thing about Souls though is that it doesn't it doesn't repopulate the area until you save. Okay. And you you could the, it was the same thing in this game. Like you could clear out the cemetery 
And if you, you could go through all the sections, clear them out, and no enemies would respond until you gotcha. went through a door. Right. Um, or Zelda, if you like, left the screen and came yeah. back, that then yep. it would repopulate. Yeah. The, the I mean, yeah. The other thing is, um, just in theme of Dark Souls, like you play in kind of like a purgatory world, um, collecting souls, and your character is, um, uh, like a reaper. But in the Souls games, you're kind of like an undead character, mm-hmm. and in similar to in this game where the longer like part of one of the story parts was or the story arcs in this game is prolonging life and you can do that but eventually you'll turn into a demon or a monster or whatever mm-hmm. and that is like very that's very similar to like the souls games where mm-hmm. you you're meeting these characters along your journey yeah and like you'll like leave an area and then you'll come back like hours later and then they're just like all of, all of a sudden just like fighting like they'll just be aggressive mm-hmm. towards you and they're kind of like losing their mm-hmm. humanity yeah the longer that they're like in this kind of like undead state interesting yeah that's a a really cool um insight that you have from playing those games that i yeah that i don't i was know. gonna say I, yeah i just watch those games and i don't get any story <laughs> yeah or whatsoever Blood, bloodborne was like the same thing but instead it was like werewolves <laughs> yeah <laughs> so. yeah for sure <laughs> Um, I, I, one of the other big conversations that are on this game when it came out, um, being, uh, a souls, like was like the difficulty level. And I saw a lot of people saying that it was like, you know, like a really, really difficult game and a lot of like the boss sections. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think we, since we already mentioned, like you would clear a section and having like that trail back and stuff. Um, but what did yeah. you guys think about the difficulty curve for this one? Um, like was it inhibiting to you, or or too difficult, or did you get stuck on any like really tough bosses or anything like that? I mean, I definitely got stuck, but this game is so forgiving. Yeah, like in in the most rewarding way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you get to that tough section, and sure, you're gonna die. Even that like old lady in the beginning, I died so many times. Like, mm-hmm. and then when I got to later bosses, I like beat them in one try or something. Yeah. but it's because I was learning so much yeah. yeah from playing that boss yeah. that mm-hmm. later when stuff came up i was like oh these are like easy yeah yeah so it was so forgiving but and that's know, coming from dip- you yeah. who uh returned bloodborne afterward because you couldn't get <laughs> I mean, that game is hard off. shit man that game is hard as fuck yeah um true. this game just like doesn't punish you for dying which yeah. is that's, fantastic yeah that's what i was gonna say um yeah is that it is um difficult in some sections but like you don't feel like you're like outright punished for dying, mm-hmm. which a lot of the Souls games I think is like. Um, yes. Maybe you. I mean. Yeah. Like I said, I actually I forgot to mention Bloodborne, which I played a lot of. Yeah. Um. So it's like, even though there's a lot of parts that are difficult, where you might die a lot, like the respawns pretty quick. You can get to the spot that you died. Yes. They always pretty, have like a door, yeah. like right there, and like, like. When you die in Dark Souls or Bloodborne, you're far away. You're far away from the boss. Yeah, I remember. And that can be pretty discouraging. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. Bloodborne like dying at a boss and like getting back to it and not making it back to the boss like four yeah. or five times. Yeah, and being like fuck, and then you get to the boss and then he just wrecks you in like thirty yeah. seconds and yep. you're just like. 
So, like, I mean, I returned that after Nolan told me later that there was a loop, in the, or maybe you, there's yeah. a loop in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which, oh, it would have been great. Um, yeah. So, it, it, it is difficult, but it's more accessible in that kind of difficulty, which is not like, I'm going to smash yeah. this controller type yeah. of difficult, where it's just like, and then when you when you completed that section or got that boss, it was like, Fuck yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I, uh, I would say like the difficulty was fun and like, yeah, that's like, it, that's a great explanation. It wasn't, it was, it was a little easy, f- um, for my taste, but I had a, <laughs> I had a, re- this man, <laughs> I had a lot of fun doing, playing the game. And I like that. Um, I, I like the souls games, and for um, the one of the more specific reasons of every time you die, you especially in Sekiro. Oh yeah. Um, every time you die, you feel like you can like analyze the fight and be like, okay, like, like this is what I got to do next time. Mm-hmm. And this game, like, was pretty breezy in perspective mm-hmm. um but the final boss fight is pretty challenging mm-hmm. and the final one yeah yeah and he's kind of a culmination of all the other bosses yeah and you going into that fight knowing like already like you've already kind of learned his moves from the other bosses um the roles and the, yeah yeah it felt really good like it felt like oh i'm i'm ready to whip this guy you know like because yeah. i've learned all this stuff from the previous people <laughs> yeah and that's just i feel like that's just really good game uh like game yeah. mechanics yeah um so yeah it was great like i yeah. thought the combat was super fun yeah and felt like i never got bored running through an area and just like just no, like dashing yeah, no. and fighting people no. and stuff I, I certainly think that's why this game is getting like really high ranks yeah. or like game of the year yeah. um, type of stuff. It's just based on like the level design and um, the mechanics in like how it tackles difficulty in not a prohibitive way. Yes. That a yes. lot of those games do. Yeah. Um, like um, the, like I would have liked harder um, enemies, but I love that you don't lose any souls when you mm-hmm. die. Yeah, no, totally. Like that's, I, I like that point. about the Dark Souls games, but like that is like yeah. There's it was a, like nice that I didn't have to worry about that. Yeah, there's you know? not a punishment for yeah, dying, really, yeah. Besides. I mean that's kind of like Hades too. You can make a run and you still keep all the stuff mm-hmm. you had, right? So it helps you upgrade. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's actually like both you guys beat this game before me and i was kind of wondering if there's like a death counter because i wanted to like see how many times <laughs> i don't want to see that <laughs> i don't want to see i mean i know it'd be fun I, I think my, I, I got my ass kicked on um the the, the abominable snow yeah. snow lady i think i probably um, died like 20 times she also had like the most random attacks you died 20 times total maybe mm, i way over i that. think she killed me 20 times yeah oh that dash or that roll you had a you had a Time it just right. Yeah, yeah. She the had to be. Attack? The roll attack be, was easy once you figured out in the roll, oh, in the roll. Yeah. yeah, she was hard to get. Um, it was easy to whittle away at her with your sword, mm. but it was hard to get like um 
one of your special attacks off. Yeah, because they would start yeah. rolling. Yeah. Um, so we're pretty deep in the conversation about uh, the game design and stuff. Um, as far as like the overall art and illustration, um, what did you guys think about about that? I mean, the character design, I think we just already talked on how it was like pretty funny. Like the yeah. scale and stuff is like you're this little itty bitty crow. Mm-hmm. And so, so many things are... Mm-hmm. Wait, I think they even like kind of talk down to you that, that you're this little tiny, yeah. tiny animal and that you're a crow, which is a fairly disrespected animal in the animal kingdom. You it's know? true. It's true. Um, 10 out of 10. What? The, Art style. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was good. I it's, was got, good. it's got that hint of Ghibli, which is probably the big head stuff you're talking about. Yeah. Like yeah. The yeah. old lady is directly from like a Ghibli movie. Yeah, for is sure. She? Yeah, they, um, they actually said like, Ghibli was one yeah. of their yeah. um, inspiration. Even the cover art for this is very like. I really like the cover art. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love I love a good cover art that is not game exactly what the game is. You yeah. know, like like Swords of Ditto, Mega Man Two, beautiful, uh, illustrated cartoon style game, and the the cover art is great. But I also like how like Death Door is, that's not what the game looks like. Yeah. It's like just a, like a derivative nature. Of, right. Of yeah. I think it's, yeah. I think it's For awesome. Sure. Yeah. It's great. It would have been funny if, uh, the cover of sort of ditto was all 3d characters. Yeah. <laughs> they, or they're all like super Mario 64 style. Or, or like something. or Mega Man, like yeah. original Mega Man. Yeah. Like, well, there's like, a man. Yeah. Just a man. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> oh. also like NES style covers for like action games, like Contra. Yes. And stuff like that. Yeah. It's just like, like, like painted it's, on it's a like, side of a van like painting. Yeah. The complete opposite where you're yeah. like, Oh, this is what this guy should look like in my yeah. mind when I'm playing this game. Whereas it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, the art style was, uh, pretty cool. It was mm-hmm. really, um, the pretty simple, simple. Reminded mm-hmm. me a little, it reminded me, the um, character designs reminded me of like, uh, like Ghibli and like some of the um, Zelda characters. The witch yeah. is just great on the cover. Isn't yeah, she's great. Look at her. Yeah. 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 She oh, looks okay. just like the um, witch from Spirited Away. Does she? Okay. Yeah. Great. It, it kind of. Like... Or the old lady in uh, Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. This is definitely like uh, Devolver Digital is really good about um, kind of weren't they? They were Grindstone, right? Uh, Grindstone? No, I don't think so. No, that was Cappy. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting those two confused. Then Devolver is not right. a game studio; they're just a publisher. publisher. No, I know, but I thought I was gonna say they did that on uh, Grindstone too. Like they went for a different style on the mm. art cover, and it's like mm. the game is totally oh, just like remember. a puzzle game. I don't, um, I don't remember that, but it could be. Devolver right. is just fantastic at picking triple yeah. A's and backing yeah. them and giving them extra money and publishing their game. Exactly. One of my absolute favorite parts of this game, and I think it maybe kind of speaks to the difficulty a little bit, is the soundtrack. Mm. The soundtrack is fucking amazing. Yeah. And for some reason, in my mind, when I wanted to sit back and relax a little bit, I was going to play a somewhat difficult game, which is not <laughs> tip. Those typically aren't, yeah. you know, side by side. Yeah. Um, but just like when you're exploring the world and running around, even though you're slashing some baddies, like yeah. the soundtrack was just like, 
it was like somewhat intense and subtle, but mm-hmm. also like really slow and mm-hmm. calm. Like it was so fucking good. It was good. Well, and the the battle music was like like guitar riffs. Yeah, yeah. like it yeah. was awesome. Yeah, the, I love the soundtrack in this game. The love night it. state kind of flips it on its head and it, it kind of gets dull. Oh, it mellows out hard. Yeah, yeah. you don't hear like any music. Yeah. It's very limited. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's kind of a bummer because I was like, oh, it'd be cool if they did like a, Some you know, music. mellow version of or like yeah. Or like a um, like a remix of all the songs. Yeah, but <laughs> obviously that's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I think you mentioned that there was some bosses where there's like just no music. Yep. And it's just sound effects. And those ones stand out like mm. so strong that they're yeah. like time to focus up yeah, yeah it's very like ti- it's timing based yeah. yeah yeah the um one of my one of my favorite moments is um the fight with the old crow yeah mm-hmm. damn that fight was awesome yeah it just like it's very like striking visually because it's like white background yeah. with uh lots of like black flat graphics Mm -hmm. yeah it's very cool yeah it was super fun fight i I mentioned that it remind me remind me a ton of the final fight in blood roots which is another game that we played yes which you are in like a snow laden forest yeah and you're fighting this dude and he has actually has like a lot of similar attacks where he dashes like across the map and if you hit him yeah he's dropping blood yeah all over and it was so cool like that in that old crow that there was like this tiny little like area with like some paved stone and as you move away then it's like all white and you're kind of like lost yeah. in this big like white thing and and uh blood roots was like the same way i was like yeah i had that same feeling in the blood roots one where i was like damn like you have like this big open world that was like really cool where this boss can come at you from literally any direction yeah um it was very cool and i actually thought that was like the la- i was like i'm on the this final boss reminds me of that one i was like Oh shit! I'm not done yet. <laughs> I actually didn't expect that to happen either. Like, I was like, I'm sure there's another fight after this. Yeah. Like, and then like he's like, this is like, I won't die or something like that. I was like, oh fuck, yeah. here we go. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, yeah. I was like, oh sweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was such a good story beat too, where it's it 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 hinted at the Lord of Doors. Yeah. whole thing and then you're like yeah you can't last forever and you, you also die. uh you meet death in that section which was like one of my favorite characters where mm-hmm. yeah he's just like this little almost Sh- looks like um the character from shallow night right hollow night hollow night yeah, 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 yeah hollow night sorry yeah i don't know like he was just like a yeah he was um just kind of like he wore like a hoodie and mm-hmm. i feel like i don't know if he had like big sneakers on but i think he had sneakers on <laughs> feels like he had giant sneakers yeah on. like I, if you would have had like headphones on and you're just kind of like whatever man like, he's like sitting on a bench or something yeah. like that and he's like that's what he reminded what are you me doing yeah here? i was a little disappointed because um i was kind of hoping he would come back in the post game mm. but mm-hmm. he doesn't yeah that'd be cool yeah he kind of just disappears yeah and he's like i'm with you man and then he's <laughs> he goes yeah he's gone yeah. so sounds like death yeah um so uh, another really big thing about this game is like the different weapons that you get and the different yeah. abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of 
combinations um and also like the upgrade tracks for the abilities as you collect all like these different souls and stuff mm-hmm. um what did you guys find that worked for you or what, what did you have any go-tos or anything yeah. that you try to do against certain guys or anything like that uh broadsword and fireballs pretty much upgraded fireballs mm. um but to begin with it was just the normal sword and um arrows See, I never, I never got the uh, upgraded fireball. What, what did that do? Burn, it keeps burning them. Okay. So you could, you could hit them a couple times and just roll away, and they'll yeah. still keep getting hit. Oh, so extra fire damage. Yep. Okay. Broadsword was, or was that like the big sword? The big one. The yeah. last okay. one that you got. Yeah. Yeah. So I used the daggers. Mm. Um. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was just like, I didn't like, I didn't like the damage. Roll, roll, I didn't like the damage. Oh, dude, I was so fast. That's why you got it in 10 hours. Yeah. Yeah. I was so quick. Speedy Gonzalez. I didn't find that the Souls upgrades had never really felt that meaningful. They really didn't. Like, like there was like, one of them was like, you'll roll, you'll yeah. roll faster and the charge between rolls is faster. And I would yeah. like be in there and I would be like, okay, I'm going to roll before I upgrade. Yeah. And then I would do it. And I was like, I don't know yeah. about yeah. this. I, I, I think d- the damage... I noticed one point yeah. when the damage upgraded. The yeah. So uh, I I got my strength and my dex and one of the other ones fully maxed out. And then the other two were like one away. Yeah. And it it just like if like I had to say like was there something in the game that didn't work? I feel like yeah. I could have just done without the souls start part at all. Because even like you're finding the between that the weapons, you're finding the shrines that are giving you health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like it just didn't seem that impactful to me. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. But, I didn't I didn't really think of that before you brought it up, but yeah. I think you're spot. I it didn't spot on. like detract from the game because no. I never felt like I was really Whenever at I, a loss no. where I was like. No. I didn't have to grind them out. Whenever I had the currency, I would just like go back and yeah. put it yeah. in there. It was like way more valuable to find the extra life. Yeah. Um, I uh, think shrine. Sh- yeah. the shrines or, oh, the, yeah. or the magic shrines. If I, if now if we, if you were losing your souls and I had to like grind. Yeah. And then I was like, this did nothing. I would have been, I would have been yeah. Yeah. way more. So that's what I thought was happening. But then, yeah, it just, I definitely noticed, um, the difference between weapons. Cause it had like, um, it would say like the speed, it was like one X, I think yeah. it was to the standard sword and the yeah. daggers were like half X speed. Yeah. And then the hammer was, and it would say how many swings you could the, do. Yeah. The hammer, yeah. I think the hammer was two and the broadsword was 1.5. Like I, that stuff I definitely noticed. But oh. as far as like, oh, I forgot about the hammer. Two, did It'd anyone cool. use umbrella? No, no. There's no. an achievement There's for a, beating the game yeah. with them. Yeah. Um, like it would be cool if the ability traits showed like what the bonus was, yes. like the actual bonus, yeah. and you'd be like, okay, I would actually put it here. Yeah. But all it says is like increases. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. say how much it increases. You you can definitely tell when you're in the cemetery area in the beginning with an upgraded version mm-hmm. i was hitting those people in like oh, yeah. three hits and then oh, all of a yeah. sudden it was like That's one true. hit then it's like yeah. two or yeah. yeah so i don't know if it maybe it was like point. the enemies got weaker i mean who knows how yeah they did they scale, scale per area like yeah. who knows uh i liked i used the bow um and then the grappling hook with the dash 
the dash attack. Yeah, that. Oh, it was that awesome. was crucial. Yeah, yeah. Especially I when you. I love like I love the hook shot with the dash. When attack. you're fighting multiple enemies and you had the broadsword mm-hmm. and uh-huh. you would hook in and do the slash. Yep. You could take out like five guys at once. Yeah. So I was just like plowing through guys. As soon, it was as, awesome. I, as, soon as I got that, I was just ripping yeah. through. I did like the hammer too. I forgot about that Hammers, because it had yeah. chain lightning, which is sick. The, the hammer was good. Um, there was one. What were the sections called when you had to do like that challenge fight to get an ability? Avati. It was some weird. I those, can never. Those sections were so fun. They were yeah. fun. The, the, yeah. the one um, where I got the hammer, I was like, oh, man, I just feel a little slow. Like I was struggling maybe like three or four times trying it with a hammer. And then I switched back to the regular sword. And I just like blew through everybody and didn't get hit once. Uh, once I got the daggers, I didn't touch the sword again. Yeah. But, oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I found like the, I think I think the Sanders store was the, like the best with, one. I think I'm with Eric where the daggers like didn't hit. They didn't hit hard enough. No, I, the speed, I didn't. The speed was cool, but I didn't like being close to people. Mm. I like being far away. I was nice. I was in their face. <laughs> There was like one that, that were one, you rolling a lot? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, there was that one really fat uh, knight that um, oh dude that guy was quick yeah he was quick and um, I would just be like I would dash I would slice twice dash he would his character would rotate mm-hmm. hit right mm-hmm. behind me do it again I would just like spin around him and he could not touch me it was awesome. So one one big thing about this game is that there is a whole path to get a secret ending. Yeah. And the only person that knows about that is our resident expert. Nope, that's not true. Me and Eric both got oh, it. Oh, you got it without got it. doing 100%. Yep. yep. Oh. You don't have to get the shrines. Well, yeah. fill me in, gentlemen. Fill me yeah. in. Oh, man. you. Uh, <laughs> I didn't. So this is kind of. Early on in the game, mm-hmm. I had that souls like in the back of my skull, so I was playing it very cautiously. <laughs> I was not planting any seeds. Oh. oh, I was planting the seeds where I thought I was gonna yeah. be in a big battle. Yeah, same. Oh. I was I was more diligent with my seeds. I think I had like fifteen seeds when I ended. So, so did I, and Ooh. I had I had to go back and replant them all because that's part of the secret ending. Yeah, you have to plant all the seeds. Yep. Oh. Yes, <laughs> I had. One that I didn't oh, plan. Really? Yeah. The true ending. Uh-huh. Uh after you beat the game, you load back in mm-hmm. and you start at the um you start at the crow village where because now right. you've you've kind of destroyed the bureau the bureaucratic world <laughs> yeah. and things are things are happening naturally now. I do love that. I do too. Yeah. The and, crow the crow all the crow's dialogue is yeah. great. Um, and there's like a little like shrine in the back with like these like seven stone like things that are missing. Yep. Um, and, uh, the only thing I knew about the end game is that I read that after you beat it, the doors in the bureau world shine shine red if there's still stuff that you haven't found in them. Yep. So I went there first and I found a bell or a key mm-hmm. where the final boss fight is. And um, that unlocks a church tower or a bell tower in the um, graveyard where you hit the bell and it 
becomes nighttime. Right. Yeah. I did do that. Which is nice. definitely like a cool, I mean, it's kind of Majora's Mask, right? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, like it gives you enough, enough of a reason to kind of like explore. Right away, you see like ghosts in the graveyard. And so you, you're, you like know there's different stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's kind of like it becomes like a puzzle game then. Like there's really very little enemies anywhere. You pretty much cleared the entire game. There's like some sections where they spawn randomly and just attack you. And I think that's because they were locked into sections that were like challenging and platforms would like be falling and you'd go in there and there's some reason there's enemies. Was everything you do to get the secret ending at night? Yes. Oh, interesting. Um, But well- um, I mean, you. One of the ones was plant all Planting. the seeds, right? And to even find that door, you have to find a photo in the pot man or the pottery um, mansion, and on the back of the photo is a a like puzzle drawing that explains like in the um in her like garden. There's like a checkered board with like pots on it and mm-hmm. you have to hit specific ones and it opens like a little gate thing. Mm. It was pretty cool. Like it took me a while to figure that out, but I I basically just kept using the red doors to like yeah. figure out where I needed to go. Yeah. So, yeah. And nice. uh fortunately, I was already there wasn't a lot of stuff that was like I already had most of the items found or like the little knickknacks found Mm -hmm. um i had most of the seeds done already Mm. and i think there's only three uh of the shrines that i needed to find Mm -hmm. i don't typically 100 percent games because i don't like to do like grindy the bullshit like oh find all these like the uh, like the 350 kuroke seeds in breath of the wild like I know yeah, I'm never going to do that shit, but also 120 shrines. And the shri- I mean, uh, the shrines I would do, <laughs> right? But there's still 120 of them. There's 120 of them, but those are at least like fun, you know, to yeah. me. But no, I mean, is it, it, is it, it like cool, insightful? It's kind of it's an eyeball looking thing with a bunch <laughs> of symbols on it, and it kind of tells you more about the Lord of Doors. Uh-huh. Well, it tells you about the the world before the Lord of yeah. Doors oh, okay. too, which is. Their previous game. Oh, really? Titan Soul. Oh, I didn't oh. know it was connected. Yes. It's gotcha. so in. <clears throat> it goes into the Titan Soul story, which I've only played like a small amount of, uh, which is like a. Like, as far as the story goes, and that I know, you're like a little kid who has like a magic arrow and one life, and it's like a boss battle game. So you just like go to room to room fighting these big bosses. Hmm. Um, and when you, when you beat it, you find the original death door and you break it or something. And then, uh, like you basically like the world, like gets destroyed. And then the Lord of doors, um, they see up. Yeah. They like see an opportunity. Yeah. He picks up the pieces of like the original door and then builds like a new one in their mm-hmm. own design. So okay. yeah, interesting. Yeah, and that was kind of it. Yeah, I was kind of um, hoping a bigger boss battle would be at the end, but 
that's fine. You do what you have to do a lot to get to that. So a boss, I was kind of hoping for like a really badass boss fight mm-hmm. too. Um, even if you had to fight the eye or something, that would have been tight. I was kind of hoping you were going to fight death or something. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I was like, where is he? He's not, he should be here. And you know, and then like, uh, but it was cool. Like, like I said, like if I, I play, it took me an hour, maybe hour and a half to get all the pieces to a hundred percent. So I didn't have mm-hmm. to put that much effort into it. Like, yeah, that was where I hit, I hit a mark where I, I think I was at like 12 hours to finish the game. And mm-hmm. I thought I collected a good amount and I was like 80 something percent. And then I had to put another, like, you know, four hours in to yeah. do all the puzzle yeah. stuff. There's a lot of stuff you're not getting. Yeah. yeah. There is a, um, there's another chest fight. That's pretty good. Uh, that like uh, yes. um, in oh, the yeah. forest area, yeah, down the overgrown so, forest. Uh, there's a the water drains in that front, like when you first like come down into the area, and you can walk down and fight the um yeah. the ch- like the chest in there. That one was super fun. There's it was tablet fun. of knowledge number four. Yeah, and that is um the avarice chest, which is what it says when you get gotcha. the chest. It says avarice, oh. which means. Extreme greed for wealth or material gain. Nice. nice. The you know those uh, floating mages that shoot fireballs at you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's red ones in this one that shoot giant firewalls. Oh Ooh. yeah, it's yeah. nasty. It's yeah, because they there's the green ones mm-hmm. after yeah. a while too. So I imagine I thought there would be red ones, but yeah. it's interesting. That's the um, <clears throat> I love the chests too because they're like mimics, like yeah, like a like a classic done like yeah fantasy mm, yeah. enemy and they still hold like and i feel like we played some ah, so good recently it's uh yakuza like a dragon <laughs> <laughs> really yeah there's there's fake chess in there huh. then that fight yeah that fight you yep that's awesome yeah yep. <coughs> that's what i was thinking of cool didn't touch that this month because i went straight to psychonauts yeah Oh, also, I didn't realize that this was a developer of Titan Soul until I got to the secret ending, which oh, was yeah. kind of oh, funny. So when I was purchasing it, they were doing bundles with both games. Yeah, yeah, you mentioned oh. that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. I could yeah. play that, but mm. yeah. does sound like we all really enjoyed the game. Yeah, it's a great game. Is there it's a great, um, game. great game? You finished it. You were a shrine, I'm basically a shrine short. No one told me how to do it. I'll do it. I, I think I I definitely want to go back and play some of that in game, but I like I said, I got way more sucked into Psychonauts yeah. than I thought I was going to. <sighs> I mean And hopefully it doesn't get buried. It's honestly I would like to go back and play some more. I wouldn't say if you've already moved on, I wouldn't really bother. Yeah. To be honest. I'm it's I'm, not worth the secret ending, but it's cool to collect the stuff. No yeah. uh, and explore. I don't care about the secret ending i just wanted to play more death's door which sure. is why I, like, yeah. I started doing the yeah. stuff but you and only then, fight like two yeah like, bosses yeah the, like the combat is oh yeah i forgot you fight the grave um grave guy the grave guy <gasps> no. his his is actually pretty it's pretty sad oh man when you when you go when you switch to the night and he's just laying in his grave and he's like yeah this is what i do at night <laughs> yeah try to lay my... oh yeah there's definitely some depressing stuff oh yeah <laughs> So like I said, I'm I'm hoping to go back and do some of the stuff just because it was like such a fun game to play. I am also hoping that once the exclusivity com- comes up, um, when it comes out on other consoles, that maybe there's some more. extra stuff. Ooh, that'd be cool. Because that'd be cool. Um, I was talking 
to you guys and said like those chess challenges that avarice like if mm-hmm. there was like a like a horde mode type yep. of thing where you could just see like how many you could get through would be oh, like it'd be awesome. would be super fun yeah the the soundtrack on that part is so ripping and it's so cool how it's like the torches light up in a separate yeah. corner mm-hmm. and there's if there's yeah. like checkpoints i feel like it's like ripe for that type of oh yeah yeah something. absolutely and maybe if you could do even like a little couch co-op or yeah. something just ooh, so mm-hmm. something that uh they do in like the dark souls modding community mm-hmm. is do remixes of the dark souls games yeah so like boss fights will be different bosses or like uh i was watching like a bloodborne remix mm-hmm. and the guy had to um there's a part in Bloodborne where you have to fight three like shrouded cultist guys. Mm. Well, instead of that, he fought the bridge, um, mm-hmm. the guy, the first boss, and like two other massive bosses. It'd be kind of cool if they did like a remix mode. Be cool. Bloodborne added a procedural like dungeon area too. Yeah, they so, had the chalice dungeon. Yeah, yeah. So even if if it's they something did like a procedural that, area oh, it'd be so cool. Um, recommendations would you recommend it Does it like recommend do you need a certain type of person that would play uh like a this type of game or are you just giving a, a general recommendation to anybody or, yeah. or what, where, how would you uh divvy out i tried i was going to bring this up to um my partner at work who was playing breath of the wild oh yeah that's like their jam and i was mm-hmm. like oh i'm playing this like zelda like yeah. game yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's definitely not breath of the wild sure. so sure. i i'll kind of wait i think i brought it up to a a family member that plays every zelda game mm-hmm. and i said this is like some older more old school zelda um i was like you should definitely check it out so did they i don't know that was just uh last weekend actually oh. um you know, I would. I think Kevin might. He played a lot of the older Zelda games. I think it would be interesting to recommend. I mean, it's not. Some it's not for everybody. You know, no, for sure. But no, if you're into like those old school Zelda games, I think yeah. you're gonna like this game. Yeah. Even with the Souls like stuff, I think that would just be like a new little level of flavor for somebody yeah, who yeah. hasn't played a Souls type game. But I don't think it. I don't think knowing about souls detracts or yeah. like not knowing about souls games detracts from this game. At that all. Uh, That's where yeah. I'm getting at. Yeah. 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 Uh, I would recommend this game to like anyone. Ooh, it's nice. good. Nice. I mean, yeah, it's, it's great. It's really good. Unless you just, I don't know. Like <clears throat> if you like action game or like, I would say, yeah, play this game. It's awesome. I mean, if you yeah. only play first person shooters, you're not going to like this. Right. But, uh, right. Bonus segment. What do you think this sits up there with like your game of the year recommendations like some people are saying or What's this year? What's even out? Uh Yeah. I, I know I think Ratchet and Clank is up there in the conversation like but like we said none of us have PS4's. played it. Yeah. It's probably going to be this um, Psychonauts 2. Um Yeah, I, I'm I mean I want to play I'm going to play some more games like we're I definitely want to play some more games. I uh <laughs> I, I, it's up there for me, for sure. I, th- I think the games that we played on the podcast, for sure, it's definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, we're going to have... Okay, I'll just quickly. Yeah. Halo yeah. Infinite this year. Resident Evil Village this year. Deathloop, supposedly. Far Cry 6. Psychonauts De- 2. September, for sure. Back for Blood. That, no, that's not going to be Hitman 3. Nope. 
Uh, Monster Hunter Rise. Nope. Ratchet and Clank. Age of Empires. Oh, it's a, okay. It takes Hold two. up. Monster Hunter Rises. Been getting very good reviews. <laughs> Do you think that's going to be game of the year though? Uh, I mean, I think it's. I think I from think the audience is big enough. Oh, here we go. Game of the year. Here we go. Sure. Returnal. Sure. Who? Returnal. I don't. I don't think that. I that I'm just saying that's a big. Of, the, the audience that big, played that yeah. game is so small. Yeah, and then Death's Door is on here. I mean, there's some other little stuff, but I could. Nothing. I would say Monster Hunter Rise is Up the there. bigger contender. I would say that Resident Evil Eight and this game are definitely the highest ones. I think. Yeah, um, I mean, there's there's other stuff and on Psychonauts here. too. Psychonauts too. I, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I was gonna say like Returnal was advertised like a kind of normal action shooter type of thing. Um, like I don't think they really said much as in like a public point of view. That was like a roguelite. And, like, yeah, they did. They said. I don't know. I mean, the what, my point is that the Metacritic is high, but. Uh, yeah. the user score is low because yeah. I don't think that's what a lot of people were expecting picking up that game from yeah. from Sony, like a right. Sony first party yeah. studio. I imagine yeah. Halo takes is, it. Is what I mean. Right, right. I imagine Halo comes out end of the year and takes it. No I, way. It's, it's only late. multiplayer. It's too late. Oh wait, no, the campaign. There is a campaign. I I think it's too late. I like, don't think it's. I think December camp. is like out of the yeah. conversation mm-hmm. at that point. I think next year maybe, but you know. I don't, if Halo takes it, I'm going to be bummed. To be honest, <laughs> it's rough year. But I'm not. I mean, so, it, I'm yeah. not a, even a huge. I am not a, a Halo lore fan at all. Yeah, they no. make good. They make good multiplayer games and okay co-op games that I can play with my friends. Yeah, that's about it. But the whole thing with the campaign this year is it's going to be like an open world type of like more of like a Far Cry type sure. environment. So. Also, for the month of September, we decided to play 12 Minutes, um, which is an adventure game um, developed by Luis Antonio, and it's published by Annapurna. We played some Annapurna mm-hmm. games that are yeah. pretty hidden. Um, this one just came out uh, a week ago. It is another Xbox exclusive. It's on Windows, Xbox, um one and series s and x it is also on game pass um so the game is actually um a 12 minute loop a cycle we're in a we're in a time loop here mm-hmm. um where back to the or back to the beginning of the podcast yeah yeah, yeah. um it's a, it's basically a point and click adventure adventure um very dialogue heavy as far as i understand you have a character that's played by we got James, James McAvoy, James McAvoy we got William Daisy, Defoe, William Defoe, and Daisy Ridley. Yep, are the main the main ones. Um, it's mostly told in their apartment. Um, yeah, I mean the the conversation around this game I think has been it's pretty interesting. It seems so pretty far. intense so far. Yeah, it, seems, it, seems, it seems intense. <laughs> Um, it, it's getting good reviews on PC, less so on console because apparently the, um, controls, controls are, are a little bit difficult. Yeah. Um, so I, I plan on playing it on PC, but for science, I will do a couple, uh, runs cycles on, um, the console just so we yeah. have something to talk about. or, I mean, not that we won't have anything to talk about, but yeah. we always can talk. Oh, we we can talk for two and a half hours, two, three hours <laughs> um, until I edit this down. 
Do you guys have anything to add about the game? I know this no. one's this one's been in development for a while. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have been excited about it, been talking about it. I know very little about it. Same. Same. I'm not excited that it's William Defoe, James Mac- McAvoy, am, and Daisy Rid- Ridley. I am excited because yeah. this is Annapurna, like kind of flexing a little bit because they are our movie production That's company, That's true. and they're saying, "Hey, yeah. game genres can actually have these big." Mm. names yeah let's put them in a thing and see how it does yeah, yeah. is that why you're not interested because they're traditional movie actors going to voice acting like that I, translation doesn't always work it, it i find that f- for the most part it doesn't work right yeah um usually f- movie actors seem to phone it in <laughs> yeah and yeah. i would have i would take a voice actor any day yeah um no, I, but I think, I think we'll right. see we'll see i think it's william defoe's first game Really? Unless, I, unless no, he, he was in. Um, I was William say, Defoe was in um, some sort of Spider-Man game. <laughs> oh, Beyond Two Souls. Or yes, uh, Beyond Two Souls. So glad he was in that. that. Yes. Oh man. He's like okay, the. Never mind. He's like the main scientist guy in it. Okay. Well, never I feel mind. like Take he does back. a pretty good job. I, yeah, we'll see. Great. Yeah, it, we will see. I think this is going to be a really interesting game to talk about. Um, as far as like how long to be, I've seen like seven to eight hours as far as to wrap us up. So it's pretty short. Cool. Um, you know, I think it just depends on how. That's a lot of cycles. <laughs> yeah, that is, a lot, that is a lot of cycles. Yep. I, wa- I wonder if like the, the 12 minute cycle actually takes 12 minutes. You know, that's what I was wondering. too. Like, does the diet like is it 12 minutes in actual gameplay time? Right. Is it like going through the whole thing or is like different dialogue trees? eat into that time or if time pauses. Sure, sure, you know? yeah. Um, I huh. think that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I, but uh, we'll find out next month. Yeah. I did boot it up, and aesthetic in the intro, very good. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. They had a cool uh, cover poster, too. Uh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, it's very, very yeah. film-like. As you yeah. <laughs> so I hear William Defoe might play the cat straight, too, so who knows? <laughs> we'll see. Nice. Yeah. Okay, um, that'll do it. That, that's a wrap for the month of August. Um, yeah. If you guys could, again, share the podcast, leave us any reviews on Apple Podcasts. That really, really helps us out. So we appreciate any reviews you can add on there to uh, gain get the visibility up on the podcast. Up, up, up. Mm-hmm. Uh, send us any feedback at videogramrations at gmail.com. We want to know what you thought of the episode, what you thought of Death's Door, what do you think of 12 Minutes? What games do you want to play in the future? Yeah. Future's bright. Next year's going to be popping. The future is bright. Um, future's looking good. You can always find us on Twitter at VG Rations. Also, feel free to hit us up on there. And the Discord, like we've been plugging the whole thing. Hop in there. Uh, get involved. We have a good time. Yeah. Uh, you can find the link to that in our Twitter bio. That is at VG Rations. Thank you very much. And we'll see you at the end of September. See ya. Goodbye. Goodbye.